0: Welcome to episode Ocho of episode- Amateurs. Mm. I think I'm going to become fluent as I continue to progress. Like my mind is going to be like, okay. You're this, going to be great
1: with numbers.
0: Well, A, but it's going to translate to everyday conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're just
1: going to figure out ways to say numbers in everyday conversation.
0: It's like that Drake saying, it's like, I can teach you how to speak my language, Rosetta Stone. This is the
1: second time you've quoted that in this podcast. I might quote Uh -uh. it at (laughs) least eight more times. I need some more caffeine before (laughs) I'm ready for that.
0: Uh, I'm going to start throwing out some rap quotes. Episode
1: eight, though. Fun fact, like I said, seven was my baseball jersey. Yes. Except for freshman year. Oh, why? My coach was number seven. Your coach had a number. Coach had a number. But he was my favorite coach I've had. So it's kind of like, yeah. you know, he can have it. He can have
0: number eight or yeah, number seven. Number seven. And you had number eight.
1: Yeah. But I was a freshman, so I couldn't really pick any. Were
0: you a small guy?
1: Uh, I was a skinny dude. Me too. Because uh, I swam all growing up too. I didn't know that. Yeah. Phelps, I, I kind of like, yeah, basically. If you will. I didn't even tell my friends in high school. A lot of them didn't know that I was on the swim team. Yeah, that's
0: like me and golf. We did a—I'll never forget—we did a pep (laughs) rally in high school, dude. where it's all the fall sports, right? So think of like football. Uh, I think we did soccer. No, we did soccer in spring. So it's just like football was like the biggest homecoming. a Homecoming pep rally, and then they called golf (laughs) out. (laughs) Like they're like, and give it up for the golf team. Here we go! Here we go! Let's go! And give it up I'm for like, christian let I'm me hear you i actually remember this pretty vividly i was wearing like a white v-neck because i thought i was justin bieber at the time because i was like 15 years old or 16 did you have the swoop as well i did
1: i would nice. like, flip
0: over my hair nice. and anyway looking back on it that was probably a very cringy moment of my life but uh in the moment i i thought i looked cool i thought like you know That's, i'm wearing this outfit you know, i'm pretty sure i was wearing my my uh, space shoes as my teachers would call them the were you wearing shoes. nike
1: elite socks as well
0: Yes, there was a point where I not wear a Nike Elite socks. The,
1: the weirdest, like one of those trends that I look back on and I'm like, what was happening here was Sperry's with high socks oh and shorts. Oh my gosh,
0: yeah, don't even.
1: That was just.
0: I couldn't, I didn't want to afford the Sperry's, so I would buy the knockoffs. They're like $30 Island shoes. They're called like. <laughs> island. <laughs>
1: Honestly, though, Island sounds, sounds kind of nice. It,
0: it was, it was, uh, looking back on it. Uh, I, I just don't want to see what I wore. You know what
1: I'm like. <laughs> I just don't, you know,
0: there's, there's some outfits I wore like backwards hat where I'm like, that's a vibe. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure I was most of the time a vibe, but
1: there was, yeah, <laughs> no, I think that's up for debate. But the there, fine vibe. And then there maybe. were some
0: times that, uh, that I probably wasn't a vibe.
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> what uh what'd you do this weekend? Um, uh, pretty much just worked. Mm, we nice. Got outside a little bit, you know? Have I told the podcast about the, the nets, football? The, the football nets? Uh,
0: I don't know if you have, but if you had, it deserves another one. It, <laughs> it deserves, deserves another one. Yeah.
1: I am a grown man that has nets in my backyard, and I just go out and throw the football for a little brain break all the time. You have the props kids our, too, right? What's that? Don't you have props? Oh, well, so there's three <laughs> nets, and uh, two of them have different targets. They're like a, about 12 to 16-inch squares. They can, like, have nets inside of them, so you can like, drain them, which I do because yeah. I could go D1 right now. Yeah. Then enough. there's a golf net that I set up in front as a defender. So I'll set up all these different throws where I have to drop it in the pocket, can't get picked, can't overthrow it. Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm nasty right now. You're probably also you're all natural. the kids all the kids in our neighborhood <laughs> just like will come over and like grab them, like start playing in the front yard. <laughs> oh it's boy. like kind of fun, kinda kinda weird. But it's actually hilarious. But it is, Yeah. And then I bought flags because I flag keep football. trying to get flag football going and you've played. And that was been one of one of my two successful games of the last year. I don't. I think it's me again.
0: We just act, we gotta. But, what is like the minimum number of people we can get out there? You think we can do three on three?
1: Three on three feels. But with like an, an all time quarterback
0: type of deal, I feel like you need an all time quarterback. Why that, that levels the playing field?
1: Yeah, because if I'm quarterback, yeah, on one team. Exactly. I get it. I get yeah, it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Plus,
0: how would you do? You just have three defenders and a wide, two wide receivers type of deal. I don't like that.
1: Oh no. yeah.
0: Um, I think it needs to be an all-time quarterback with an odd number of people. Or you can have the all-time quarterbacks kind of switch a little bit, like every game or something.
1: So you think the offense needs to have more people than the defense? No, they need to be equal. But you're saying an odd number with an all-time quarterback.
0: Oh, sorry. I mean, they need to be equal on the on the wide receiver, def- like defensive back. Like if you had three 3v3, three I think you need a, a quarterback. So you have three wide
1: receivers and three DBs. Well, that's what I'm saying. Then you have more people in offense than defense. You have no one because like in the quarterback yes. run or anything. Yeah, technically. That's why like even, I mean, ideals, obviously seven on set. Yeah. But that's just gonna be hard to get. Very but anyway, get. all that to say, we, me, people that I know have not mm-hmm. been using the flags, but the kids will come over and get just to knock it over and like, hey, can we borrow them? I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Just, just hold on to them and play with them. So
0: yeah, no, that's cool. What about you though? I uh, ended up having dinner with James and his wife, me and Becca, which was a great time. Friday night, we cooked this uh, different noodle, which uh, I don't even remember the name. Had a hole in it; it was like a pool noodle almost,
1: hmm. like a donut.
0: No, it was like a, like a spaghetti noodle, oh, but it had you're a saying hole like in down it. the
1: middle. Like yeah. you use it as a straw.
0: Yes, yeah, I forgot what it was called, but they're you know they're really fancy people, and uh, the other three,
1: just just <laughs> not you, basically, not me.
0: And then I did a, did a couple breweries again. Night. On Saturday, which was fun. Went to Idesley for the first time, which was fun. Um, and just kind of hung out. I did have some unbelievable wooden iron food, though. Oh, that's Saturday night.
1: Oh, my I've gosh. never been there. I, I forgot. I did uh, hang out with some friends Saturday night and went to Taza. Always mm. a big fan of Taza. Scott's? Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm surprised I didn't it see was it. crazy down there. You were, I was like, we were pat, we were in Scott's all day Saturday, not all day, but just for a few hours. We were like hit Eichsley, Star Hill, and then went into One Iron.
1: Okay, uh, they were at River City Roll before, and they yeah. like met them there, and then whatever. But yeah, it was fun. Yeah, fun. Just fun. Yeah. Just, fun. <laughs> just just fun.
0: More importantly, though, what's happening in the yeah. world? Tesla. Oh, they uh, they had a bunch of recalls.
1: What was it like?
0: Three hundred six, three thousand, I believe. Thousand, and these were like the full. Autonomous self-driving
1: cars. How many incidents do you know like that happened, or is it just like one or two? I that think it was just called.
0: I know it was one in specific that happened, but mm-hmm. I don't know how many like what happened with that. Um, I have no idea, to be honest. I think it was just like a crash. I don't like remember specifics.
1: I'd be curious to see. I think I I don't know, people just get so sketched out about the autonomous feature. I do too. I I, I, like, I don't trust people though. I just like being in control. I, but the thing is, I, I, I like being in control, but I don't trust you being in control. So You should, though. I should. You should let me drive. No, no, I would let you. But, you know, as a <laughs> whole, I feel like people just, I mean, every time I'm driving, I'm like, this person's very dumb. Yeah. This- I don't trust Tesla, but I do want a Model S.
0: I do. I want to this whip You just off. won't
1: use the self-driving feature.
0: Correct. I would use the normal, but I like, like, the lane assist. Like, I do believe in that. Right? Like that's like if you're veering uh, if you're
1: veering out of the lane and it brings you I like that. What about the adaptive cruise control? It's on like other cars. Yeah,
0: I think that's okay.
1: I use that all the time. Do you? Yeah. Is it better than okay? I'm a big fan, especially on road trips. Okay.
0: My problem is me just like normally driving, I am not
1: paying attention. You just right. said that I should trust you. No, I
0: am. But like, you know how when you're driving, like you just like enter some like yeah, okay. subconscious that, that's mind. fair. And, and you, then and, like 10 minutes goes by and you're like, what, what just what happened just, in those like, 10 minutes? I definitely yeah. passed like five stoplights and I just like don't remember any of them. It is uh,
1: ridiculous how that happens. Yeah, just, sometimes
0: I'd get just get really nervous about that, but then I'm like, ah, my brain. obviously my brain's smart enough to be like, this isn't dangerous. That's a
1: lot of confidence.
0: Yeah. Anyway, speaking of confidence, uh, you like those Marvel movies? I do. I haven't watched any of them. You haven't? I have not. You haven't
1: watched a single Marvel movie? I don't think
0: so. I really don't think so. Did you watch Iron Man? I watched pieces of it. I did not watch the full thing.
1: Did you watch. You didn't
0: watch Iron Man? I watched a little bit with Robert Downey.
1: Yeah. I watched a little bit of it, but I never watched like the full. I thought that was going to be the one that I caught you on. You're like, I haven't watched any of them. I'm like, you didn't watch Iron Man? And then you're like, oh, well, I I didn't know that was one. I
0: watched a couple scenes from it. Okay.
1: None of the Avengers.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Captain America?
0: Nope. Never got into it. Anyway, okay. Ant Man, wow. though, grossed over $100 million. Now, that's one weekend. that I don't know if
1: I can get into. Really? It just doesn't. I don't know, Ant Man do and the Wasp. It. it just doesn't do it for Ant- me. Ant Man. Sick. Ant Man. Yeah,
0: it uh It's well
1: real quick about the whole Marvel everything. It's so interesting now. I've seen actors talk about that it's the equivalent of Westerns back in the day. Uh, where yeah. some people try to avoid it if you don't want that to be in your career. But other ones are like it just feels like one of those movies that you have to be in. To like, like as, keep
0: watching type of deal.
1: Or or no, it's just like like how all actors were in these Western movies, like back in the day. Oh, it's gotcha. like the same thing as Marvel now. Like, oh, you didn't do a Marvel movie, or in your career, you're at this time. Yeah, I'm gonna do a Marvel movie because that just feels like one of those boxes I have to yeah, check. Yeah, check.
0: So, yeah, but. it's like the Matthew McConaughey. I love, first of all, I love Matthew McConaughey, but he, he's done a lot of interviews recently and like talked about his transition from the rom com guy. Mm-hmm. Into just like different movies, like Interstellar well, he
1: almost didn't do How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, which that's Caitlin's favorite movie of all time. Is up that, there for me, I'm going to be honest. We watch that a lot.
0: I am it's a, a big movie. rom-com fan myself.
1: We should do a draft for rom-coms coming up soon. We actually should. Big fan.
0: We should let Caitlin and Becca do it.
1: No, I want my own set. Say- well, yeah, we can add them into it, but yeah. I, I'm getting my uh, own picks for it too.
0: Because, yeah, she just loves movies.
1: Kind of along the rom-com line obx three is coming out oh this uh, week on thursday i gotta
0: binge that just binge full swing on netflix i'm a
1: huge fan you add treasure and adventure into a rom-com i guess it's not comedy but it's more of like the romance adventure like a yeah yeah yeah.
0: like a romance drama huge fan of that it fires me up a little bit same i get fired up easy though yeah (laughs) (laughs) you do um and then we had a uh the british awards yeah we're going on uh austin butler and his deep voice won elvis or won best i still haven't
1: watched elvis i haven't either it's so i really want to i'm gonna be honest it just feels like a big commitment to watch it
0: it does and also it's crazy to me how because he uh prepared for that role for like two years two plus years and i was hearing him talk about it and his voice actually
1: changed like he almost went full-on method acting for it and then it adapted but it, a lot yeah
0: it's still like way deeper than what it was he can't change it
1: at dinner last night i saw that jimmy carter is set to go to hospice oh
0: former president. i'm gonna be
1: honest doesn't really matter at all in my life he's yeah. i think pushing 100 98 I think. 98 so thoughts with his yeah. family but other than that just wanted to share that update it's
0: always you know human yeah, evolution. It's, it's always kind of sad but yeah i mean that's I mean, he's lived a
1: great life like in I mean, 98 this is I'm just going to say, it though, if you would ask me a week ago, oh, is Jimmy Carter alive? I don't think I could have told you.
0: Oh, my gosh. I agreed. I, did. I thought he was dead. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, right? but number two, that just reminded me just now I had like a breakthrough. Last night, I had a dream I was the president of the United States.
1: Really? Not even Was it even a nightmare kidding. or a dream?
0: I had a dream. I was flying across the United States in a private jet. Like, not, not Ooh,
1: even kidding. Air Force One, though.
0: And I met with, it might have been Donald Trump. And like, I felt like me, like Christian, yeah. but I, I knew in the dream that I was the president of the United States.
1: Weird. It was kind of weird. I saw Adele and Ed Sheeran turn down Charles's coordination concert. Ooh, what do you think about that? I honestly just don't care about the Oral don't family. Care at all. But pretending like I did care, spicy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like, like Adele and Ed Sheeran. Pretend like it affects
0: me. Oh my God.
1: This is just... Salacious. How could they possibly
0: <laughs> say no to royalty? Does that mean
1: they're Team Harry? Oh, does that mean they're just Team Megan?
0: Are they just selfish?
1: Whoa. Wow. Don't talk about Adele and Ed like that.
0: I think they're just misogynistic, selfish.
1: Oh, we're talking about <laughs> the royal family now. Yes, agreed.
0: <laughs> now that uh, we just talked about something I don't care about, something I'm very passionate about is Tiger Woods handing Justin Thomas a tampon. <laughs> I, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was hilarious. And just to see the reactions on every news outlet. It was... ABC, I mean, CNN, Fox News.
1: I, I mean, just take whatever you think about it, right, wrong, whatever. I just think that it sucks that there's so many cameras out there that you can't relax and have fun. You know what I mean? That yeah. That was pretty discreet at the end of the day. It was. And if this is getting, if that's getting blown out, that's just, I'm not a huge fan of that.
0: I'm just not a huge fan at all because it, yeah. you know, it, they're good friends and t- Tiger Woods is just happy to be out there. <laughs> I mean, he very rarely plays in tournaments nowadays. He's just had happy a good drive, to be out there. Had a little distance He had a great drive and he out drove Justin Thomas. And he just <laughs> 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 I got it. I think I might do that next time I golf with someone.
1: <laughs> Let's go play golf. I'll be totally surprised. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We'll record it and then yeah. some, we'll just like just send it to news
1: outlets and then get you canceled.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, really? After everything's Tiger Woods done, he does this.
1: <laughs> oh my right, well, God. Meanwhile, if Tiger Woods can survive, everything else will be all right.
0: Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. So,
1: but yeah, John Ron won.
0: Yes. Back to Who'd number one to in the world. I wanted Homo to win very bad. I was, I like Homo's. I Homa's saw when they were close and then
1: I guess he had a bogey and then Last John couple Rom, holes, yeah, started, yep. started separating.
0: Yeah, but they were tied with like uh, maybe four holes to go. Yeah. But yeah, it got me thinking over the weekend. Do you think if you retired or you sold the company at 30, say Mm -hmm. in five years, you sold the company and you had enough money to hire a swing coach and to play golf five times a week, six times a week, do you think you could ever make the PGA Tour? No. you think you could ever make a tournament on the PGA Tour?
1: Honestly, I don't think so. I think that I could get like scratch definitely i i could i could have low rounds i think yeah uh two things that would trip me up three things actually one putting i hate putting and i would hate to practice putting know, it and suck. so that would just be a very strong uphill battle for me to fight second one it would take so much work to to re- to reach the top level I would have to completely break down my swing and start mm-hmm. from the bottom up. Where yep. and I've got so many years of baseball and now like a few years of playing golf where I can hit the ball far, I can have like great shots now, but they wouldn't reach that top level without right. rebuilding it and re-engineering it. So it would be the unlearning process, then the retraining muscle memory, and then building, which would take a really long time. Yep. So that's another challenge. And then the last one is the mental aspect of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I feel like the top golfers in the world, college included. They're pretty close skill wise. Mm-hmm. It's mental. the mental ability yeah. to let a bad shot be behind and stay focused and all of these things that I don't know. If I, they're also, realistically, I don't have. They're also freaks. <laughs> I'm a basket case.
0: Yeah, they're also freaks. Like they hit it yeah. 320, right? They can putt unbelievably well. Like they're just absolutely freaks, not only mentally, but physically. I mean, you look at like a McElroy or like a Kepka. Yeah. Right? Except like Justin Thomas and Spieth, they're tiny guys.
1: I would say the best, like my closest thing to translate would be distance.
0: Mm-hmm. I think I could.
1: I just couldn't. Yeah, I bet me, you could.
0: I really think I could. Like I, I have a lot of confidence that if if money wasn't an issue and I had 10 years, a 10-year runway, mm-hmm. right? From 30 to 40. If I had those 10 years, I think mentally I'd be mature enough. I'd still probably hire a sports psychologist. I'd go at this type A. I'd hire a sports <laughs> psychologist. After like a year or two of like honing in the this, this swing and stuff with a swing coach, I'd hire a sports psychologist, and then I would reach out to all the PGA Tour guys and see if like one of them would mentor me. And I really think I could, because right now I'm like a two handicap. And I think if you give me two years of consistent golf, mm-hmm. like just with a swing coach, I think I can get to like plus two, plus three. And then at that point, I think we can start entering some tournaments. And then just gain more experience. And then at some point, get to a point I'm hoping
1: five years down the road, we're looking to qualify. Well, then the question is five years makes sense. If you're going the 30 to 40 age range, Mm -hmm. by the time you're 40, would you have lost like your edge right now, physically being able to compete? Whereas, like, yeah, there are older guys on tour, but like they obviously had it. And, yeah, but, you know what I mean?
0: But like, if you got to think like a lot of these guys are getting older and
1: still really competing, but that's what I'm saying. But they were coming. It's the Tom Brady's. It's not like a new 45 year old trying to enter it.
0: Mm-mm. No, there's a lot of oh, like, really? yeah, there's a lot of like older rookies that are coming on like late 20s and they, I mean, golf, golf is just different. Like, that's true. Golf. You can realistically, you can play until you're 50. Realistically, like you could play. When do you think you
1: start losing distance?
0: I think you probably start losing distance probably young forties. I would oh, say Oh really? Something okay. I, I was just assuming it was sooner. No, because they're still sense. like I mean DJ or DJ is like mid to late 30s and he just bombed. I mean, you know, obviously he's well, six plus four.
1: Any professional athlete, you're getting access to all the treatment and yoga, if you have all this money. Yeah. These I mean, treatment exactly. centers, this
0: yeah. So I think okay. yeah, golf is a little different. Like golf, golf, you can be a thirty eight year old and technically be in your prime. You know what I'm saying? So I think from 30 to 40, I don't know. I'm just fired up about it. I might, I
1: might, you might do it. I might try to do it. We've done these realistically, absolutely pointless made up team (laughs) challenges. And I was thinking last night, how could I make it even more pointless? Mm. And so instead of doing a running back, a receiver a quarterback, I'm doing a best lunch box. I've got a drink. I've got a sandwich. I've got a cheesy snack and then a dessert. This so. throws
0: me back to middle school. When you used to trade. Know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We at the like, lunch
1: table. Well, I was homeschooled then. But uh, I could imagine. Yeah, you I had look, a friend, you, you know. You
0: look like you were homeschooled.
1: Thank you. <laughs> so you want to read the teams?
0: Uh, Yeah. All right. So team one, mm-hmm. we have milk.
1: Chocolate, chocolate milk.
0: milk. With uh, Uncrustable, PB&J, goldfish, and animal crackers. This is the most basic lunch, I feel like.
1: Fire, though. Yeah. Team two, we've got... Apple juice. Yep, a ham and cheese sandwich. Ooh, harvest cheddar sun chips oh, which for goes, the cheesy snack. Oh yeah, and then cosmic brownies.
0: Oh my gosh, I haven't had a cosmic brownie since high school.
1: Yeah, I haven't had one since like last week either.
0: Yeah, I haven't week. had one <laughs> since was, high school. I was bro. like, that's kind of impressive. Yeah, you're just like down in cosmic was, brownies. Let's <laughs> like every other week, you're like, I deserve <laughs> this. <laughs> All right, so team three. Oh, if you're an athlete, Gatorade as the mm. drink. And then you have another Uncrustable, but is it the strawberry?
1: This is a peanut butter and honey.
0: Peanut butter honey. Okay. So switching up a little bit. And then a cheese classic, cheese it And then Grandma Peanut Butter Cookies. Did you ever have those? I did. Actually, they were sold at the South Hill Country Club, and I used to have them. Mm.
1: And enough. then Team 4, Capri Sun, fire. Yeah, gas. Turkey sandwich. Okay. Cheetos. And then Oreos.
0: Mm. These are kind of good. Like, I kind of want (laughs) want some lunch right now. Can you you pack a little lunch box for me? So you go first. I'm going to go first. So we're going last to first.
1: Yeah. Same same way as normal. We'll do four, three, then the championship game.
0: Okay. So last for me, even though as much as I hate to say this, last for me is team four. I love the cream. cream. (laughs) I love the Capri Sun. Uh huh. Uh, And I haven't had a Capri Sun in a while and I'm kind of craving it. But turkey is probably my least favorite out of those four sandwiches. Mm -hmm. And then Cheetos, like I'm a big fan of spicy hot Cheetos, but not
1: hot Cheetos and Takis. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then I like Oreos, but Oreos and the Capri Sun doesn't outweigh all the options.
1: Fair. I'm going to go, I like turkey, but team four, I think, has got to be in last place. Capri Sun's pretty fire. It is fire turkey sandwich is fine mm. uh you know what i mean it is what it is cheetos though i'm gonna be honest i'm not a big cheetos person they make my stomach hurt a little bit yeah I feel a little bit weird and then oreos that. i don't have the milk it's not team one how am i, how oh, am I supposed that's to dip a good point you know actually, what i mean like yeah. how do i dip my oreos in a capri sun it doesn't work like
0: that Ooh, if you were to switch the drinks it might be a I know, different story but I they're think not about that actually so that's team great. four fourth place both of us wow same yeah. choice i don't like agreeing so I'm actually just gonna keep it pretty consistent <laughs> here, and I'm gonna go third place as team three. Really? So I like the Gatorade. Don't get me wrong, I'm I'm an athlete, but uh, <laughs> the peanut butter honey, I'm a fan of, but I'm not as, uh, as big of a fan as I am as like peanut butter jelly. Yep. Um, Cheez Its, bland. Like Cheez Its are just bl- like the normal ones. I love like the um, extra toasty. I love the extra toasty, and I love the crispy ones. Not the extra toasty, but like the. Um, I have no idea. Are you yeah. talking
1: about the same one? But well, you just it, call cheese. its bland?
0: The the normal cheese, regular Cheez-Its are bland in my opinion. They taste they, like cardboard. You are drunk. They taste like cardboard.
1: Well, I put them, okay, first, when's the last time you've eaten all, cardboard? if I have a How are you getting the sample if, size? If
0: I have a water goal, say I want to drink 100 ounces of water a day, I'm eating a lot of Cheez-Its. Cause you gotta have like twenty ounces of water for every forty che- or every
1: twenty cheese ass. That's just get saltine crackers or something like that. It's
0: the same thing in my opinion. That's it's the same thing.
1: I okay, say anything else you have about. So, Pink Green. I can't even listen to you right now. But
0: it was tough because I really like those peanut butter cookies. Those are fine. And that's why it was tough for me to pick. My King dad Green used three. to get the
1: huge pack of them from Sam's. Yes. And they'd come in. Or we'd also uh, like with team snacks after Little League games. A Ooh. lot of times those would come in there.
0: Talk about Capri Suns too. Mm.
1: Okay, for me, third place is going to be team two. Again, Ooh. ham sandwich, not crazy about. I like some apple juice. I like the Sun Chips, but know whatever. Cosmic Brownies are fire. They are but also fire. Probably better for my life to leave them out.
0: What type of ham and cheese is that? So for my championship, and I am going to say this based solely on the chocolate milk PB&J combo, <laughs> that's the winner. In my opinion, team one is number one. In fact, I went one, two, three, four. You did. Yeah. So team one, I mean, first of all, goldfish for me, once again, unless they're the extra cheesy, kind of bland.
1: Okay, I thought you were going to say that they weren't bland so I love Goldfish. I love Cheez-Its. But if you were going to say that oh, Cheez-Its Jesus. were bland yeah. and Goldfish so were fine. So I like
0: different types of Cheez-Its and I like the extra cheesy Goldfish. Okay, I just yeah. think like the normal the flavor ones. flavor blasted.
1: Yes. Extra cheesy. And the cheddar.
0: normal ones are just bland. But Animal Crackers, I am a big fan of. Yep. Um, But I don't know. Out of those, uh, probably all those desserts, I would argue Animal Crackers is last. Out of really? four, Last? I just like or, you know, okay. the Oreos
1: and the cookies. But and the, the chocolate milk is what sends it over the Dude, top for
0: you. I eat... Still to this day, three to four PB&Js a week. Still to this day, (laughs) Jay. Just
1: PB&J day?
0: Chocolate milk is by far one of my favorite drinks. So like between that and the PB&J, I just couldn't couldn't say no because you have the entree and the drink. And at the end of the day, that's what really matters.
1: I'm going to say this is the least I've disagreed with you on a draft. So good job. Or a little team challenge here, whatever you want to call this. Team one, team three, championship. The peanut butter cookies... Mm. Insane. Yeah. Animal crackers, also my favorite. So these are my top two Ooh, desserts. Gotcha. Cheez Its and Goldfish. Those are my top two cheesy snacks. Mm. Peanut butter and honey, peanut butter and jelly. Those are my top two sandwiches. Wow. Also, if you add like on your own, like as an adult, you know, peanut butter and honey and banana. Oh, yeah. I actually good, had a peanut butter, good. banana the other day. And then, fun fact, I had a glass of chocolate milk and orange Gatorade. Every single day, all of high school for lunch. So these are my top two drinks.
0: Hold on. You had like simultaneously? You're I mean, tra- I didn't
1: mix them, but I would grab one glass and then another glass and then bring them both to the table and go like a little bit of this one and a little bit of this one and keep going.
0: It's amazing what we put in our bodies in high school. You would do like a barbecue sandwich and then you'd throw yeah, I would milk grab like in pizza, there. grab
1: yeah. salad, and then I would get uh, luncheon meat and just throw it on top of <laughs> it. I just wanted to. But throw it okay. Off. Honestly, I would put both of these in first place. I would make a lunchbox with both of them if I could. You got to pick one. But I have to pick one. And they're so close. But honestly, probably because you said team one is your winner. Yeah. I'm going to put it in second place. Yeah, there you go. As team great man. as chocolate milk is, I'll take some Gatorade. Yeah. I'm going to be hydrated. I'm going to be running laps around you on the playground. Yeah. And then peanut butter and honey and peanut butter and jelly. To me, they're pretty, the same, pretty much the same. I like oh, cheese. It's too. a little bit more than goldfish. Okay. And then animal crackers, I honestly like a tiny bit more than the peanut butter cookies just because I feel light and fresh. But since I have the Gatorade, that's making me feel light and fresh. Like, I can do that either way. So, Dude. you know, I'm feeling great with my orange Gatorade, peanut butter and honey, Cheez Its, peanut butter cookie. I mean, think about the leveraging power that the peanut butter yeah. like cookies have. Oh. You're coming to me, you're like, hey, can you take my, my animal crackers? I'm like, sure, if you do my homework for me. Yeah, leverage. So,
0: so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but the only thing for me, last thing I'll say is team two, it was such a tough decision because. The ham and cheese with the sun chips, that's a good that combo. is such a good combo. Like, that's that's a top-tier
1: combo. It is good.
0: And then the Cosmic Brownie, like, is not even that good, in my opinion. But really? the fact that I haven't had it since high school makes me really crave it. Yeah, I, it, tastes, yeah. it tastes pre-packaged. Like, it tastes it's like, like it's a,
1: kind you know. <laughs> I had a friend, so there was a Dollar General that was about maybe a quarter mile from our school. And before baseball practices, we were tend to like go there we had like 15 minutes we would grab some snacks yeah flavor blasted goldfish were Check. just like a staple peach rings were also up there i don't Ooh, know if you ever got into yeah, this I did, yeah. but i had a buddy that would get zebra cakes and cosmic oh. brownies and he would eat them before practices shut
0: up yeah do you throw up no that's what i'm saying your stomach in high school like you're built different you are like you could have pizza and with, mixed with like sloppy joes mixed with two glasses of milk
1: Gatorade. and it fine zebra cakes which then makes me think have we made ourselves this like if we kept up that rhythm could we be different
0: i think we'd be fat yes joe
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're right there's something called metabolism when you're growing yeah. up that's a little bit different yeah i
0: think we'd be fat
1: that's fair but yeah he would just slam cosmic brownies
0: i kind of want to get one now just should
1: we, should we go should we pause right the pot right? and go right now
0: That actually pretty funny so and we're back here with any like other <laughs> were there any
1: other like staples that you would have that you added
0: um, that I would like, I would add, yeah, to like this draft, um, yeah, or,
1: or just like that you loved growing up,
0: chocolate milk. I really did. That's why I had to pick number one. PB and J. I can't tell you how many days I had chocolate milk with PB and J.
1: I'm gonna be honest. I could still eat scratch. Well, animal crackers are like I could still eat those. Yeah, but like scratch desserts, I could still eat team one and team three pretty much every day.
0: Agreed. Yeah,
1: I've gotten into like at Tropical Smoothie. They have, uh, it's like the peanut butter crunch flatbread. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have that? No, no. So it's granola, peanut butter, honey, and bananas on like flatbread. And so I make that sandwich at home all the time. Pretty nice. Gas. Pretty gas. And then peanut butter and jelly, obviously. Gas. gas. Yeah, I don't
0: know what I, like in high school, middle school, and high school. I don't really know what else. Uh, it's like it's a pretty good draft.
1: Dang, I want to be a kid again yeah it's a pretty good isn't point. it weird how all growing up i don't know about you i had older siblings and I always wanted to be older and then you reach a point and everything in life sells you trying to become younger yeah, yeah it's yeah. Like a weird
0: point yeah, yeah
1: yeah so i feel like right now my age is is that tipping point where you, i'm just loving it i'm enjoying it but like career-wise it's like you're yeah. still so young well that's what's like even i would say even last year even now but especially the last couple of years i felt it a little bit more and now I'm at that sweet spot where I still feel young, but I felt like I have a little bit more experience. Mm. And now I'm about to feel old.
0: Yeah. A couple of years should be old.
1: It's already happening.
0: What's next, Florida man?
1: Yeah. You ready for it?
0: Yeah. So we are, am I tied? It, no. No, you, you no, got to win. I'm you're four, four and three. three. Four and three. Four three. So no pressure. I keep saying four, four, three. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm, like,
1: like I'm <laughs> well, it felt good when you were three for three. Yeah. Air quotes because you were three and three.
0: <laughs> I was batting a thousand.
1: Yeah, something like that. All right. I'm going to sit up, get ready for this. Story number one. Down in the Florida Keys, a Florida man hopped in a backhoe from a nearby construction site and took it for a joyride on the seven mile bridge. The man was wreaking havoc on the roadway as he was dragging the jackhammer attachment and dumping boulders along the way. When police arrived on scene, they saw the backhoe traveling around 10 miles an hour down the roadway. They were initially following him very closely until the man put the backhoe in reverse and started chasing the police backwards with the jackhammer. After an hour and a half, the man eventually ran over the police spikes and was arrested.
0: (laughs) Backhoe?
1: Yeah. Story number two. In Pasco County, a former waste management employee stole one of the company's garbage trucks to use as a getaway car for a bank robbery. (laughs) The man believed the truck would provide a better likelihood of a successful escape. As the man and his three accomplices began to flee the bank, he discovered the vehicle was difficult to control at high speeds. Within a few moments, police were in close pursuit, and the man began to swerve erratically, knocking over several street signs. As the truck approached a sharp turn, the man lost control, and the truck crashed through the guardrail and tumbled down a steep embankment. Police approached the vehicle before anyone could escape, and all four men were arrested. Mm. We got vehicles on the run now.
0: Yeah, both of them. Both of them. Yeah. And a dumb question, what's a backhoe?
1: So a backhoe is the, it's kind of like a tractorish equipment where you've got like a bucket on the front and then it's like the excavator arm on the back. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, gotcha. Okay. So it's like you're wearing a Sherlock Holmes hat where it's got the front bill and the back bill.
0: It's like you have a mullet?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but it's like if it's party in the front and party in the back, but clean on the sides.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So...
1: You look a little stumped right now.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of stumped right now cuz Jason please backwards with the jackhammer. All right. So, here's what I'm thinking here. I am a little stumped with this one. I felt more confident. Honestly. Did I do a good job? You did. Nice. I I felt more confident in the previous 7. <laughs> but this one just cuz like both of them could ha- it's like both of them could happen. All
1: right, time's okay. running out on you.
0: All right, here's what I'm saying, okay? And this is all my right. reasoning. So story one is more outlandish. Chasing them with a the jackhammer. I think story one's, hold on, I'm not done. Story one's more outlandish, more mm-hmm. crazy. Because story two, I feel like there's like, quote unquote, high speed getaways. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, all the time. But you know that I would pick one because it's outlandish. So I'm going to pick two as the true one.
1: Got a little surprise for you this (laughs) backhoe that you're gonna see here story number one is true this is the man driving down the bridge in the back down the jackhammer he not only damaged a major bridge on us-1 but also used the backhoe to dump (laughs) boulders on the road so yeah he was dumping boulders out dragging this jackhammer attachment then apparently he ran over the spikes eventually i mean it was like an hour and a half chase Chase, he's going 10 miles an hour and then started chasing Gosh, them the other dang, direction. I
0: thought you were going to try to do outlandish because you I, thought well, I, I was trying think. to
1: reverse psychology. Gosh, I dang know, you got to watch man. out for me, but <laughs> my goals just make you not trust yourself. <laughs> Look at this. So he ran over the spikes, then had flat tires and kept driving <laughs> until eventually he couldn't do anything else.
0: Wow. See, I, thought, yeah, I had to
1: add the video for you. I there. thought
0: number one, I mean, number one's more outlandish, but I was like, yeah, Christian's not gonna. Our Christian's going to guess the more outlandish one, but no.
1: Yep. Wow.
0: You kind of you kind of went tame for number 2, I think.
1: Well, cuz your reasoning last time was that it was more outlandish, and so I tried to make sure that the real one was still more outlandish. So you second-guess yourself.
0: So reverse psychology what you did.
1: Yeah. Wow. Basically, you're my puppet right now. I'm just like dragging you around, wow. pulling all your four strings. 4 for 4. 4 and 4. <laughs> <laughs> Still, <laughs> uh, all right. before we hit the draft growth mindset, how do we want to better ourselves this week?
0: Mm, how do we want to better ourselves? I mean, you're this already
1: week? pretty great. So by your own accord, not mine.
0: Uh, journaling. Journaling. Yeah, I was thinking about this over the weekend. Just like right. I feel like I just get discombobulated up there. You know? I just, oh, I can tell. <laughs> I just get like, I got so many thoughts going on with so many different things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I just like journaled for like 10 minutes a day and just like got at least some of them out. Yeah. I'd just be a little more clear headed, a little more focused maybe.
1: So Probably. my
0: growth mindset would just be, A, write more stuff down, but B, like take time, more time to reflect.
1: That's solid. Yeah. So mine, I... One of our our good friends is a career coach. He always laughs about this one because it sounds so So exhilarating. Uh, Shout out, Steve. Uh, But it actually is really impactful when you start doing it. But I'm trying to calendar block, like get my calendar into Mm -hmm. better schedule. Because with work, I've got like the production side of things and then the editing. And I try to like mix them together and it just, it's, I'm scrambled egg upstairs. So uh, I've like created essentially what i want my schedule to look like where this is meetings this is production sections this is like a production sessions this is like gym time this is our nice. podcast time and trying to keep scheduling things within those confines to keep it a little bit controlled hopefully be more efficient and more sane mm. I, again this is sticking with the theme that mm. a little bit more routine is better for me even if i don't want it so that's cool man is it
0: It sounds like you're doing some good things.
1: Trying. So our draft for the episode. Oh, I'm excited for this one. Is most impressive sports records. I'm so excited here. And I get pick number one. Okay, go. Pick number one. You got it, Shawty. All right. Pick number one of all the great ones. I'm going to show respect to the hustle here. Mm. And I'm going Cal Ripkins, 2,632 consecutive games. There are a lot of other records that are impressive output wise, but just showing up time and time again for the grind, you got to respect that. Say the number again 2,632. That is. Well, what, hold on. If we're going seasons,
0: 2,632.
1: Divided by 162. Is. Sixteen point two regular seasons.
0: Wow, he never missed a sick. What's that? That's insane.
1: Her, what's that? Wow. So, because Lou Gehrig was second on the list, uh, wow. and then Cal Ripken obviously passed him, yeah. but then like it's just not going to get touched. The next is like yeah. thousands under that, or so, a
0: thousand. I I hundred percent agree with you that that's a great record, mm-hmm. and honestly, it, it was in my top three. Yeah. But for me, being a golf guy, yeah. I don't think there's any way anyone ever beats Jack Nicholas's 18 major records.
1: Ever. Tiger came very close. But do you see that if it's top two finishes? Uh oh, then, he has even more. Well, he's not. at like 38 if you count top two. Yeah. And the next like Tiger is at like what, 20 or something? something like that. So yeah. it's like absurd if you even count the next. I know.
0: One. But like the 18 majors, like Tiger. I think he has 15, and that's unbelievable. I mean, that's pretty close, but we all know Tiger's not going to win three yeah. more majors. Yeah. But also, the the skill in the golf game right now is so much better than it was 20 years ago. Like, you have yeah. actual athletes now playing golf, where 20 years ago, it's just like, if you are rich growing up or, you know.
1: Right, so it's going to be just harder to be dominant. In right, the same way. and so now it's just so much Did harder. Did you see when Billy Football called him Jack Nicklaus because uh-huh. <laughs> he didn't know who it was? From like reading the name. That's funny. So record number two, I'm kind of combining a few separate ones here. It's going to be Jerry Rice. The fact that he had like 1,500 catches, almost 23,000 yards, and almost 200 touchdowns, which sounds very impressive. Let me break it down one step for you. Okay. So if a receiver had 100 catches, 1,500 yards, and 13 touchdowns for 15 consecutive seasons, they wouldn't pass like think about that. If anyone has a hundred catches, fifteen hundred yards, and fifteen touchdowns, mm-hmm. or sorry, and thirteen touchdowns, yeah. we'd be like, "That's an insane season." We were talking yeah. about that with Tyree Kill, Stephon Diggs. Then Cooper you do that Cop. for fifteen years straight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, he's That's... still he's still not quite as good as Stefan Diggs, but
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hot take from Christian.
0: Yeah, um, I like that. Number two, I think is by far, and I almost didn't include it because it's an old record, mm-hmm. but I include it because there's this is. Even more crazy, I think, than Cal Ripken's yeah. over 2,000 straight games. It's Cy Young's 749 complete games.
1: I I had that on the list, too.
0: Just to put that in perspective, Adam Wainwright mm. is the current leader, 28. He has
1: 28. 28. So he
0: has, I don't know, well, 721. Okay. Years.
1: To add one layer, to years right there with Cy Young, it, this record will never, ever get broken. Yeah especially because the game has changed so much. Yes. So you're having pitchers instead of, I would say when I was younger, it was seven innings was like the standard for a starter. Now 100%. it's five innings. Like all yeah. these analytics and things happening, you will never see that record. Never.
0: Record. That's what I'm saying. Especially with the yeah. way it is now, you will just never see that broken. 100%.
1: Wow. Uh, I'm going to do Wilt Chamberlain's 100 point game. Interesting. Why interesting? I
0: disagree with that.
1: Why do you disagree with that? It was an impressive
0: record. It is an impressive record, but I mean... Kobe had 81, and then I think the way the NBA NBA's going is just, like, the more points an individual can score.
1: The second closest is only 80% there. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I think... I
1: don't know. i disagree with them.
0: Say more. <laughs> Say
1: more. Your argument was because the next closest was very far behind. It was only 19 points. Only 19 points?
0: Also, yeah, I think the NBA's just playing different now. We're like... It's a lot more scoring. I mean, people just jacking up threes. I really feel like you'd have someone like a Stephen Curry in one game just get like really hot and get 100.
1: Okay, Steph Curry's highest is 62 points. Mm -hmm. Slightly over halfway.
0: Mm -hmm. 62%, if you will.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy about 100. (laughs) Yeah. So you're telling me, we'll say that he didn't even get hot on his highest scoring game of his entire career. Mm -hmm. He would have to get essentially twice as hot. And that's not impressive. I, I just
0: think that record will be broken in the next 10 years.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Continue. Um, sorry to brush your
0: problem. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Um, we're throwing it to the tennis world okay.
1: here.
0: Number three is Roger Federer's 23 straight Grand Slam semi-final appearances. To keep put that in perspective, he shattered the record, which was 10. And he's 23. And I also think tennis, like most sports, is becoming extremely more competitive. Yeah. Right? So, like, you had, like, the three guys, like, uh, Djokovic, uh, Nadal, and Federer just dominate. Same thing you're saying with golf. Yeah, dominate the last 20 years. But I think, like, moving forward. So, your
1: argument is golf and tennis are kind of, like, becoming more competitive. Competitive, yes. It's harder. And the basketball, though, people are just scoring more points. Yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also think, like, 30 years ago, like... People, like good athletes always gravitated towards the NFL and even the MLB and like the NBA, but 30 years ago, they didn't gravitate towards golf or tennis. But now I feel like there's a lot of athletes that-
1: Shout out documentaries. Yeah. 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 Full swing. You watched that recently. Yeah. All right. Number four for me, I'm going to do Wayne Gretzky's 1963 career assist. Someone
0: had to throw that in there.
1: Same thing I'm doing with the Jerry Jones. I'm breaking it down season by season. Someone would have to average 98 assists every season for the next 20 years, like over a 20-year career. And guess what? No one has 98 in a single season. So no one's done it in a single season, and they'd have to do it for 20 years. Yeah,
0: there's no way. No, I mean, yeah, no, no, no way. No way. Yeah, that's actually, that's a crazy record. Yeah. Uh, number four for me, we're throwing to the NBA again. It's the Celtics' eight straight championships. Mm-hmm. I mean they won from nineteen fifty nine to nineteen sixty six. Yeah. Eight straight.
1: Yeah, eight straight's insane.
0: It's it's
1: nuts. I mean, the Bulls didn't do it with Michael Jordan. So like yeah. You know what I mean? All right. Number five, I'm gonna give two honorable mentions before. Okay. One is Joe DiMaggio's fifty-six game hit streak. Yep. Nuts. Gotta give that a little bit of props. Yep. The other honorable mention is Jim Hardy's eight interceptions thrown in one game. <laughs> that, I mean, I just, there's no way someone's throwing eight picks without getting there's, benched.
0: There's no way, yeah, exactly. Unless no, another, no like,
1: way. 49ers things happen and, like, Christian Instead McCaffrey the throws. Yeah, but then <laughs> yeah. they're just going to run it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like, that's just not going to happen again. But the one that I'm going to give is Michael Phelps' 23 gold medals, yeah. eight in one Olympics, 28 yeah. total medals. That's just... Yeah. The longevity and the dominance that he had, I don't think anyone's ever going to do.
0: Agreed. It's like the same, uh, the uh, Simone Biles, she won like 19 yeah. Olympic golds, uh, right. which is nuts. Yeah, I think
1: hers is like 18 or 19, and she's done, and Michael Phelps had 23, so like- It's and nuts. I don't, yeah. So maybe it does, but the fact that there were eight and one Olympics, that's, that's also just insane. That's nuts. So
0: number five for me, and this is a future record.
1: You're calling prediction. a future? I'm
0: calling a future here. So, the Arizona Cardinals haven't won a Super Bowl ever. I think it's been 76 years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They've been in a league or something and they haven't won the Super Bowl. The Cowboys haven't won a Super Bowl in 27 years. My future is that the Cowboys break the 100 season Super Bowl drought. So Cardinals will win in the next 25 years. I'm just calling it. Now, people, There's a couple teams that are like between that 50 to 70. And I think they're going to win in the next 30 to 40 years. Cowboys will not win a Super Bowl in the next 75 seasons.
1: What if Jerry Jones sells it? I don't care. Really? I think
0: they're cursed. I don't think the – so right now it's, it's 27 years they haven't won a Super Bowl. You can add 73. That is a take. To that figure. They will become the first team to not win a Super Bowl for a century.
1: That's wild. Yeah. So, when that would be, I guess, 2096 mm-hmm. would be the earliest that they could win it.
0: Yes. Yeah. And by then, we will play two hand touch. Yeah. Dak Prescott's son will be the quarterback.
1: The whole league going to be flag football at that point.
0: Yeah. Dak Prescott's son will be the quarterback. Their grandson will no, be it's, the quarterback. It's all
1: VR. Yeah. So like you've seen the commercials where Nobody it's like, gets I want to be the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Oh yeah. I want to have 80,000 piece fans yeah. screaming my name.
1: That's what it is. The whole league though. You've got positions that everyone's playing VR and they're just like breaking TVs. But anyway, it's episode eight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what was your number five?
1: Uh, Michael Phelps.
0: Oh, that was Michael Phelps. Okay. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Cool. Hot takes from Christian.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I liked our records. Um, but yeah, I really think that honestly, the one that, that might not get broken out of the whole list is the Cowboys.
1: Well, let's just hope they don't, don't win it in the next couple of years because you'll look a little bit silly. Yeah. You Episode Ocho. Episode Ocho. Episode 8.
0: Man, I enjoyed it. I feel like everyone progressively I enjoy a little bit more.
1: Episode 7 was fun too.
0: Episode 7 was fun. So I like the drafts though here. In the records.
1: Dude, I'm going to go get me an Uncrustable. That's what I'm going to leave this episode with. I'm going to go to the store, get an Uncrustable chocolate milk, orange Gatorade, because I need both of them for my lunch. I don't care that it's been 10 years since I've done that. I still got to.
0: I'm going to go to the store, get a Zen and a Cosmic Brownie. Peace. <laughs>